Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to, again, your favorite Jersey Shore podcast. We're just talking. So last episode is a very serious um, subject matter. We got into some, a lot of a, some serious shit. Um, and this episode is going to be kind of a little bit dialed back, more relaxed. And we're actually going to get into um, our first guests. Our first guests. Very first guests. And we're not. OK, we'll reveal their names later. But um, in the spirit of our first guests, we wanted to take a minute to talk about current state of affairs here in New Jersey. We are in week 1476 of this quarantine, I believe, if my math is correct. And yeah, that sounds about so right. So we're all like, it, like, it's funny to look back and think about um, when we were, what was it? March? March. God, I don't even know. Okay, March. So you think about like how stir crazy you're going at the end of March because you're like, okay, I've been quarantined for two weeks. This is crazy. And now we're at three months. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, but the light again is at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and it's easy for you to say. You know what? It's easy for you to say. No, it isn't. It is because you know what? You go out, you go to work. At least you have that normalcy. Yeah, I do. I mean, I I do have. I never thought I'd say this, the but I'm je- to go I'm, to work. And I'm jealous that you get to go to work. I, I tell you, every second I'm in, you know, I'm I'm in that warehouse, and I'm just I'm loving every second of it, loving living yeah. the best life possible every second I'm in that warehouse. So, um, so I should be jealous, is what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely, you should okay. be jealous. So yeah, today we're um here with our first guest. We're so excited. We can't wait to get them on the line so that we can talk to them and they can share with you a lot of the stuff that they know their wisdom they are business people they're entrepreneurs they are millennials like us um and they built their businesses from the ground up um they know a lot um that i'm hoping that they're willing to share with the audience um specifically around you know embracing the change that comes with this pandemic i mean you see businesses all over having to make changes restaurants having to do takeout um you know the beauty and and maintenance sub personal maintenance industries having to shut down and kind of adjust for that um, you see a lot of other different businesses also embracing the change and some not so much, some more so than others. Some have different, you know, everybody's got different abilities, which is kind of hard to watch. You know, you see some of your favorite restaurants like struggling and some of your favorite businesses struggling, but we're hoping that our guests today can bring some wisdom about how they've been able to kind of, you know, really thrive, like not thrive, but they've been able to do things that they ordinarily wouldn't have been able to do without um some, something challenging like this being thrown their way so it'll be a good good point of view to get from them so um we should be hearing from them shortly yeah and we're obviously going to discuss so if you haven't figured out by now uh this episode's kind of be it's going to be sort of de- dedicated excuse me to um like local businesses uh local small businesses and the business owners um kind of basically like what you know what their how they began how it all started how they began um kind of like what their normal business model is what they do and then how they've been able to adjust uh and adapt through this pandemic uh, many businesses have undergone extreme changes um and it's inspiring when you see that that a business especially a small business is able to adjust and accommodate what's going on in the world to make sure that their members or their people and their customers no matter what, are still receiving the best service possible um, and that are still being taken care of with the customer, obviously, uh, being in mind is number one priority. So again, it's going to be real interesting to actually hear from a local business owner, um, local business owners, excuse me. Yeah, we got a two for one on this. This is great. uh, Right. I know we're spoiled. Yeah. Um, But this is going to be really good, like real impactful information, real good information as well, kind of for all of our uh, listeners to kind of absorb and take in and find out like, you know, just because, you know, you're in the face of adversity, you know, that's not the time to step down. That's a time to, hey, let's get better. Let's find a way around this thing. Let's find a way to improve upon ourselves and, and make everything um, even, you know, everyone keeps talking about, well, we're not going to go back to what it was before, right? We'll never go back to the old norm, whatever the old norm is. And that goes for a lot of businesses as well. I know a lot of businesses, uh, and again, even with my, uh, with, with my company, um, you know, we've we've gone through extreme changes, and it's funny because it it pulled us out of our comfort zones, and it really made us realize like how we can operate almost more efficiently, uh, given the circumstances. So, um, again, hearing from another local small business, it's yeah. going to be absolutely amazing to get their you know their feedback and their point of view and see what they've done uh, to make changes and to honestly to to rise above um, you know what's been going on lately. Yeah. And I also like to see that corporate America has learned um, just how much an overhead they're spending and forcing everybody to come into work and look at their faces every day, which I just find so incredible that that's still a thing in 2020. Yeah, I, I get it. Like, 
some people work better in an office. Some people work better in that environment. Some people want the FaceTime. Some people want the FaceTime twice a week. Some people want the FaceTime, but it's unnecessary. And it's such a spend for everybody. Like, you know, keeping the lights on in an office building is just in itself like mortgage payment. You know oh, what I mean? Oh for a God. lot of these big businesses. So astronomical. Yeah. So I'm hoping that um, some of our boomer compatriots um, can understand that uh, this is a change that's been a long time coming. And I can't even believe that we made it to 2020 and everybody's still shocked that things can be done virtually. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too. I think we've all come to realize um, and you said it yourself, Carly, but I think that the the people who are going to struggle the most with this are kind of the boomer generation. Yeah, because, you know, working from home and doing things virtual like that was not that was not a thing for them growing up. Yeah. So it's completely understandable. But now, like you said, take a look at your overhead. Like, can that person do their job virtual from a remote location or from home? Like, yes. Like, okay, then why can't they do it? Why? Because it's like, well, if they're at home, you know, it's they're not really I working. I can't watch them. It comes down to micromanagement. Right. And it comes down to, my, right. I can't, you know, I can't just, you know, talk to them. I don't have eyes. Them. I don't have eyes on them. I can't just talk to them face to face. I can't just do this. I can't do that. Yet, like most companies have systems to where like, not only are you available by your phone, but you have some kind of a messaging system on top of email. Yeah. So. And you I, have a problem with hiring if you can't trust your employee to do the work when they're at home. I mean, there's ways to find that out too. I mean, there's a ways for oh, you yeah. to look into what to like what their productivity is. I mean, it's not like it's not like they leave and now you're you're completely in the dark as to what their right. work product is. I mean, if you really want to be an asshole, you can check that um check your employees base, their browser history, yeah. you know, see how much time they've spent online, what they've been doing, what they've been looking at, you yeah. know? Like you can do that if you want to. I know um, my firm reserves the right to do that, so I mean, right. I mean, again, that that's, I mean, I, I mean I, I'm not encouraging that, but right. I mean, I, I highly recommend if, if you're, you know, a leader here, um, I highly recommend to not do that. Um, and if you have to do that, are you sure you hired the right person? Yeah. Cause if you have to stalk your employees all the time, then you have a bigger problem. Yep. And then also not only think about, did you hire the right person, but are you providing them the guidance and direction they need to resources. be successful yeah. right, and the resources to be successful? So take a look at yourself yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, this, this topic area has got me hot. I'm ready. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm fired up again. I I'm ate ready to so go. Much, I ate so much watermelon and now I'm full. Carly, why, the watermelon's for the beach. I know, but I, I had some, I had filled up two Tupperwares and then I was like, I should just eat the rest You're of this. A, you are a watermelon fiend, you know that? I, I, like, I like watermelon. I know, I saw your eyes when you were eating it and you were just like. I know, I was in the zone. You know, he heavy eyelids, you know, just, yeah, yeah just in it. We'll you have know? some cold watermelon. You know, that's better than cold watermelon when it starts to get hot out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's where we're at right now. I feel like I look like Bo Bice. Come again. <laughs> some Excuse people me. will get that reference and some people will not. Meatloaf. Oh, meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf. Delicious meatloaf. <laughs> With long, long hair that's just air drive. You look beautiful as always. See, like you just always blowing smoke on my ass, making me uncomfortable on my own damn podcast. Um, anyway, so <laughs> before we get started with our guests, we wanted to draw some attention to some of the local businesses that we love. Um some of those include i'll let julian get started because i know that he has a list local businesses yeah so well when it comes down to food we'll say yeah yeah uh yeah restaurants so restaurants and, yeah okay. so i mean local businesses obviously that's an easy one to connect our audience with that sounds good all right so obviously we have um all right i don't know why it's the first one that comes to my mind but broad street donuts <laughs> oh um, i know exactly why it comes to your mind off first. of west park is uh i try like listen i try not to eat stuff like that i really do but there are times when we do eat it and I think like for a while, Carl and I were having like this, uh, it was kind of like a ritual, right? We would go and work out. It was like out. A, mi a mix of a routine and self-pity. We Right. We, yeah. Mm, well, we, it was because it, it was like, like I've worked out. It was like I've worked out and I deserve this. Like feel so, bad for me. I worked out for an hour and a half. So we would go after a workout like Saturday mornings, we would go and then we would go get a coffee from um, actually from Rook, yeah. another local small business. Rook is amazing. They're all over. They're blown up all over the map here in New Jersey. They are. Uh, so from Rook. Um, and then we would uh, probably we would go get a donut. One each. A. <laughs> one each. Sometimes I would do two uh, from Broad Street Donuts. I think my favorite one so far, I, I've tried well, most of them. I think the the one I always go back to it's kind of like a classic, but it's just it's just the West Park donut. It's so good. What is that one? It's oh man, what is it? It's got like it's like a like white cake donut, right, uh -huh. with like chocolate on top, but inside it's some kind of like custard, and it's got like I believe something on top of it. It's been a while since I've actually had it, right? But right out of the oven, fresh and hot, delicious. Hmm, interesting. What's yours? My I don't know that I have a favorite there. I just really like the red velvet and the um that. Uh, what is it? Cream cheese. 
Yeah, that's definitely yeah, your shit. Cream cheese frosting. Red uh, velvet with like Oreo crumbs. I feel like it might be my favorite. Um so then uh yeah, so then like pliables is great as well. Pliables is like smoothie bowls, galley pizza, galley anything. Galley pizza really is very good. good. We had the um really good. it was almost like it was like a hot honey pizza. Yeah, with Mike's hot honey. Oh, with pepperoni. red sauce. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. Really good. There I mean, we're just surrounded by really great establishments everywhere and i think it's important now like if you're thinking like okay i need to order dinner or i'm tired of cooking or i need to do this support your small businesses order from a small business order from a business that's owned by family order from a business that's owned by one person you know it's the now is the time all of these like big corporate restaurants i mean and i i at this point i don't know how anybody ever orders from chain there's so many good options that it's just oh so many good options um and then well, I had one more. Oh, yeah. I wanted to shout out too, like a local smoke. Local smoke. Local smoke is so good. Best Brussels sprouts I've ever had in my Those life. Those Brussels sprouts will knock your tits into next century. Wow. <laughs> yeah. If you I want that, it. if that's something that you want from that experience, that's that's what it'll do. You want it. Yeah. So those are some of our favorites. Um, I think we're going to be getting on with our guests in a couple minutes, and I'm so excited. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with our guests in just a second. Hey everybody, welcome back to We're Just Talking. Um, very excited. We do have our first guests online. Two guests. Two guests. If you can't tell, I'm overexcited right now by the thrill of my voice. <laughs> we had some we had some audio troubles and I was and now I'm sweating, so that's good. Like my my armpits are sweating, I'm sweating, everybody's sweating. <laughs> so we are here with Ashley and Grant Golin. Um, they are owners of Fitness by the Sea and Steak Stand, and they've had many other business ventures. Welcome, guys. Hey, thanks for uh, having us. They're our first guests. Um, we were they're the easiest people to talk to, so we were just like, it's the natural choice. I mean, they're just great. So um, just diving right in, can you guys just give us a little bit of background on your um, two business ventures, and more if there are any? Sure. So I'll do uh, our first one that we started in what was it, 2014, um, is the gym, which is the Fitness by the Sea. Um, so Grant and I have been in the fitness world for about um, what is it, like seven years or so, maybe a little bit longer than that. Um, so we we started, and we have another partner too. So we have um, Jay, Jay, who's our yeah, he's also a part of the marriage. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we like to hear. Actually, Grant, and then it also says Jay. It was a really nice. It was uh, nuptials at the uh, you know the altar. Yeah, yeah. pretty much our marriage counselor too. So, yeah. um, he he has so many different different roles. But yeah, so we started the gym in 2014. Um, and then Grant can kind of hit on the stick stand a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that one's your sense. more recent one, obviously. Yeah, Stan's pretty recent venture. Uh, year two, um, definitely going to be a slightly different year. That's for sure. Yeah, because um, you guys just got started. When when did that officially launch? Yeah, so I think our first day was like July second of twenty nineteen. So oh wow, yes, I guess you could new. say less less than a year, but like it's it's a seasonal business, right? So uh, we we made it through our first season. We're in our second season. Right. Uh, yeah. And then, so that's, that's the, uh, that's the most recent one. And then kind of a spinoff on the, uh, the, like the gym was obviously the AP games, which is, uh, you know, that's, that's like the, literally a business within itself, even though it's a weekend event. Right. Uh, that's another one. Work. Yeah. We're definitely going to touch a lot on the AP games. I, for, I forgot to mention that when we were talking before, but yeah, we definitely want to hear a lot about uh, that. That's just, that's a whole nother animal of like, you see a different different side of like uh, maybe how a business would run when you literally work for call it you know three hundred and sixty three days for for two days of a year. Right, it's just pretty wild to think. Uh, yeah, you know, and how yeah, how much work goes into forty eight hours. So yeah, um, so yeah, so th that's kind of that's what we got going on, and uh, yeah, that's more. That's uh no, <laughs> that's um yeah that's something that we've seen firsthand. And just to give everybody a little bit of background, Julian and I belong to their gym, Fitness by the Sea, and so we see the hard work that goes into all of the events that they do. Um, they're a great gym. They have a great community, and the AP Games is kind of like a huge thing that just came on the map not that long ago. It kind of evolved from a local competition, right, guys? It's kind of like something mm -hmm. that 
you guys just grew from the the local comp that we used to have at by the sea right yeah yeah you make a lot of uh you know i guess you could say we learned a lot right in in essence we made a lot of mistakes right uh, and then we kind of figured out what worked and all of a sudden it was like you know well we have we have a lot of people here how do we how do we make it how do we get even more so just stepping back a little bit so you guys obviously are married um you have a beautiful baby now new baby (laughs) um so you guys have known each other for forever right yeah we went to um we went to middle school high school and college together that's crazy oh my god i didn't know college i don't think i knew the college part i think i knew middle school and high school i didn't know college i didn't know know middle school that's so cool And how did you, so how did you guys, so were you friends in college? Like, were you, were you hanging out? No. So we, <laughs> Mortal we enemies. Actually, like, we really didn't speak until outside of college. Um, he was better friends with my roommate. Actually, he was like really good friends with my roommate. She'd say like, oh, I'm going to Grant's place. I'm like, all right, see you later. Like, have fun. <laughs> see you later. I'll so, pass. <laughs> so we. Who's um, that lame <laughs> Secretly on the inside, she was like, please. <laughs> it's actually really funny. I have pictures from my roommate. She was my best friend from home as well. I have pictures of her 21st birthday and Grant is carrying her up the stairs like oh in, my our, God. in our apartment. And it's just <laughs> yes. so funny to see that like, you know, years later, he would be my husband. It's oh, kind of weird. That is so weird. Um, but yeah, no, we actually connected via CrossFit. So we were going to the same CrossFit gym and he like challenged me to a workout. He's like, whoever wins, whoever wins the loser has to pay for drinks or something. Oh, this wow. Was, this was back when I, I like would never lose to her. <laughs> oh, right. So I, knew, I knew. Now oh. I can't beat her. and we know how challenging it can be for a marriage to be like a couple going into you guys have done like comps and stuff together yeah yeah all all carly does is yell at me that was our biggest test yeah i'm freaking dying yeah yeah Yeah, just you just don't you just don't do it it's a good thing to just stay away from yeah i think that's the key yeah avoid so you guys um so you reunited through crossfit um and obviously started dating and that all obviously evolved into getting married and starting a family. Um, so what was the transition from just having fitness as like a part of your life into, okay, I want to do this for a living and I want to own a business. So I, I had gotten my certification like 11 years ago, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's funny, like on the application in order to get your certification, you had to say why you wanted it. And my response was like i wanted to own a gym and this was in this was back in like 2010. wow um and then when grant came along he knew that that was one of my like goals and dreams Mm -hmm. and one day he was like let's just do it and you know we had jay you know we had the situation with um a previous gym that had maybe an opportunity where we can you know they were going out of business to maybe buy it wow um, which we did and it kind of was like the perfect storm for all of us. That's crazy. And that so that was that had to be something scary because you're like so now you're you're essentially buying out a business that was failing. Is that kind of how it works? No, no, not really. Uh, well, it was a failing business, so we just let it go out of business. Oh, I see. And then you stepped into its place. Is that yeah, and then okay? We took it over. That was just the logical way. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. So that's. So that's got to be something. So now you both had your nine to fives, um, both hustling, both, you know, college educated, everything that had to be scary to come from that and, and just throw everything you've got into a business. I mean, I can't even imagine like, were you, was there ever a time where you were like hesitant to do it? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, like not, not at that point in time, but prior times, like Grant had always encouraged me I feel to like to do to do it and I was like no I can't you know I can't leave my job right um and then he kind of was like let's just do it but I felt like you know I lived a pretty riskless life like I mm-hmm. had to take a, a very calculated person yeah um, Grant may call me boring in a sense <laughs> which is fine because we're very different that's good um, you balance yeah. each other <laughs> that was probably the biggest risk of my life that I have ever taken 
was to to leave my job event once it was kind of started and to see if it it took off and thankfully you know it it went in the right direction for me yeah it paid off in a major way no that's incredible how do you feel about it (laughs) um oh boy (laughs) here we go so like i guess like throughout my working career like there was one like this i I don't know why i remember i had two offers like back when i worked a corporate life and one of them was like from a job that was like really exciting but it was way more risky and then the other job was uh, uh working for like jp morgan chase right mm-hmm. which is like the you know the best bank out there yeah rock solid one of the best teams within the bank too was that when you were and, um, working in new york grant yeah so right and but the job was boring like boring and i but and 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 i was just like i don't want to say forced but like everyone you talk to like you got to take that job so anyway mm-hmm. i ended up taking a job in hindsight, it was the best decision because, you know, well, in essence, it, you know, it got you into any other job you really wanted to. But, mm-hmm. you know, that really like resonated with me of like, God, like, you know, I want to do something that is like that you could actually take like pride in. Right. Like and I realized really quickly, like I work really well off of performance based work, not volume based work. Right. Like, right. Not how much can you process, but how well did you process what you had, right? So, yeah. Um, and then just coming from that background, you know, in terms of like, I don't really, well, now everyone will kind of, you know, all of the listeners, whoever wants to listen to this, you know, when we first started the business, you know, I always looked at it from an investment standpoint of, right, like we're going to invest X and um, my biggest loss is going to be Y, right? Mm-hmm. When we, you know, if everything were to go to shit and we sell out yeah. all the equipment. You know, I'm only on the, going to be on the hook for, you know, X amount of dollars, right? Right. Um, which, after starting this, like, oh, my God, I couldn't be more wrong. Uh, you know, when you write a business plan, they don't tell you about, you know, the uh, relationships you're going to make with people. Um, they don't tell you about, you know, how, like, a person walking in the door is going to affect your life. Like, I've cried in front of hundreds of people at the gym. Mm-hmm. Um multiple times and it's just like man i can't believe i was so you know naive to think like okay cool uh we're gonna make this investment and yeah i I hope it works right it just it just opened my eyes like and maybe this line of work too but no it just shows like you just you know you just take so much pride in it of like the relationships with people um it's it was just like mind-blowing and and i always look back on that i you know you know, you heard it here first, people. Um, <laughs> but I, like, I always look back on that. I'm like, man, I can't believe I just thought like this was just going to be an investment of money, and if I made some, great. If not, like, you know, right? Oh, oh wow! And it was just like, you know, um, totally eye opening to, uh, you know, just yeah, I guess how inexperienced, uh, you like- know, I was. That's like something I just take for, um, you know. I just take so much pride in the people that we have um, and, you know, just the relationships that were built. Right. Uh, and then going and then even going forward beyond that, I took another job, like you said, when we kind of started this. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing I don't tell people, but, uh, you know, you heard it here first again. Actually, I told a couple people this, <laughs> but uh, actually from my last job, I got fired. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. First job I ever got fired from. And it was kind of, you know, I don't know. I'll blame it on my boss, but. Um, That's fair. No one needs yeah, to hear so, the other side. Who knows? I might even listen to this one day. But right. now I would say, yeah, I should send her some flowers. Um, <laughs> because it was like, one, within the line of work that I was in, like, getting in late was like, or sorry, getting in on time, you might as well have been late. Leaving on time, you might as well have left at, like, lunch. Right. So, and we started this, and I was literally, no, like, in, like, you know five minutes like maybe after and leaving right on time and uh yeah so one day uh i saw her hr and the president in a room and i straight up went up to her right when she got out i'm like am i getting fired and he's like just <laughs> just go back yeah she was white as a ghost yeah and, uh, hr is like you know, maybe i just didn't sit there and take it right so i called everyone in the office like i'm like dude i think this is it like, I'm he actually fired. texted me he's yeah. like ashley i'm getting fired yeah. <laughs> so like, about that gym we have to open it tomorrow <laughs> i'm on my way home yeah, oh, so my. It's funny, but it's cool like you know you made a lot of relationships there too 
Um, even I had like one managing director, like he was like throwing like a massive, um, you know, fight for why I got released. But honestly, and, and, you know, looking back on it, it was like, man, that was that, you know, I took no pride, uh, in that job. Mm -hmm. And now like, you know, now this, like, man, just, uh, you know, cleaning the floors to cleaning the bathrooms, like shit, we fold the toilet paper six years later <laughs> and it's all day. better than being in corporate you know? america so, like, <laughs> no, I agree with down that. to that um yeah it's it's just uh so much more um rewarding know, so and more than yeah more than an investment place. um so yeah so that's that's pretty much you know me over the course of like you know post-college mm. No, that's a uh, that's awesome, and to hear that coming from you guys, I mean, that's just like it's inspiring. Early. It's inspiring, but it's also organic, as you said earlier. Yeah, organic information that um that we can all really kind of absorb, and it's also good information too for like small business owners to also understand that like this is a a kind of like a common trend that all business owners go through. Yeah, they have those feelings. It, everything is a risk, um, but. Of course, for you guys, I mean, what you're doing now is incredible and it's amazing and mm -hmm. it's inspiring and it's helping so many people out. Like you guys actually make a difference in this world every day. Right. So something like that on, on its own yeah. is, you know, like people envy that, you know, yeah. people strive for that. And the payout is more, obviously, like you just said, it's more than an investment. You get like emotional support from these people. They become your second family. Um, so that's great. I'm so glad that you guys were able to do this. I mean, selfishly so that I can have an awesome gym to go to, but, <laughs> but also so that you guys can be happy in your, you know, in your careers, in your life. Um, so, yeah, so I wanted to ask you guys as well, uh, because obviously, you know, you, you, we all understand what we're going through right now, currently with the pandemic and everything. And a lot of businesses had to kind of change their business model and had to adapt and had to overcome uh, the current situation. So what are some of the things that you guys are doing right now to continue to, you know, put obviously, you know, your customers who you help every day as number one priority? And what are you doing to help kind of maneuver around uh, the current barriers that the, that the pandemic uh, has brought upon us? Yeah. So, I mean, just to kind of like we've been working like, you know, pretty much the coaches like me, Jay and Ash. Um, Jay's been kind of programming workouts uh, that everybody could do at home. Um, you know, regardless of not having like a full gym, um, we've been, you know, trying to keep people together through zoom. I think, I think like, you know, you give the, you take this pandemic and, uh, you know, some people might feel like, oh man, you know, God forbid something bad happened in their life. Like the gym is just such a great community and place to lean on. Um, you know, whether it's to just take your mind off of whatever happened that day for an hour, um, or, you know, even more of like maybe talking for you know a day a week a month you know or even a year that's from friends sorry um, <laughs> I, I was waiting for that last part <laughs> yeah uh so so yeah i've done a, um a lot to you know virtually keep keep members um you know keep people happy we rented um, out all of our equipment too. yeah that's, that's a huge one cool. yeah that was that's a big one huge yeah, one actually leaning on the AP games, we, we have so much equipment from, from that event that it's actually allowed us to like give people probably just more than like, you know, we've seen like some places, Hey, you could have one dumbbell, right? Like, I think we've been in a really, you know, um, you know, lucky position, um, to be like, yeah, here's 225 pounds or, you know, right. of weights. Um, so that's been really great. Uh, I just think honestly having, um, you know, there's great times to have partners in business and obviously, and then I'm sure you can make the case for other times not. I think, uh, I think just the three of us, you know, having, um, you know, worked together for seven years and probably known each other for probably, I don't know, two decades each. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I think that, I think that kind of lends to like, you know, when the seas get rocky, it almost creates a tighter bond than, mm -hmm. um, then mm, I think we should do it this way. Or I think we should do it that way. And obviously, like, it's nice it's not year one and this happened, right? Like, it's right. year six. You know how to talk to each other. Um, you know, you got to, you have to broach, like, sensitive subjects. It's, there's obviously certain ways to bring them up. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, I think, um, and then not to mention uh, the improvements we've done at the gym. Um, so, it kind of just goes to show members, uh, you know, hey, we didn't just sit back and, uh, 
you know, wait to open back up and right. do nothing, right? Like we made some really nice improvements. Um, some functional, some aesthetics. Right. Um, I think that was like kind of part of the silver lining. Like if we wanted to do these renovations during operation, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been able to, well, we would have been able to, but it would have taken so much longer by right. like moving everything, having to put it back that same night, you know, to be able to resume classes. And I also feel like the other part that was like a positive for us is, you know, people, people enjoyed the Zoom classes in the beginning of, you know, the pandemic. So us possibly keeping those Zoom classes, like, you know, just giving more value to our gym by allowing people to stay at home if they have to or need to. Yeah. Um, And even some of the additional classes that we've added just the one-off like I know people are saying they love that body class by Nick or oh yeah I've heard great things so about like, that I need to take kind one of like <laughs> you know when you have to think outside of the box or what the norm is it kind of may help your business even though you're in like the worst situation ever so sure yeah. definitely some positive um to think about or that we we got out of the shitty situation right yeah and I saw I also saw that you guys did a bunch of different like membership options. So, um, I know that of course all these different gyms and like we follow along with some other gyms just cause we've competed there or whatever else. They're just part of the community. Um, I've noticed that, you know, some were slower to get, you know, alternative memberships out there. Some were slower to even adapt. Um, you know, you guys just all three, is it something that's helpful to have all three of you come together and kind of say, okay, what can we offer everybody? Um, what's something that we can stay sustain that we can offer everybody? Um, you know, you can have option A, option B, option C, um, you know, in light of the circumstances and in light of, you know, your customers struggling a little bit. And to add to that real quick too, obviously, um, that into what Carly was saying, you can tell too, just by the way you guys function, operate and communicate with um, your actual community, like you're putting what's best for um, your customer first, which is, I mean, outstanding, it's amazing, but it's also making everyone feel extremely appreciated uh, and that they're valued and that we are, you know, one community together. So, um, you know, the stuff that you guys have been doing and, and your constant, consistent communication and everything that you've been offering through this has been absolutely incredible. Um, and I know um, all the members greatly appreciate that. Yeah. These members yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, I think, um, I mean, I'll let us touch on this too, but like, you know, first of all, I think people, well, I, I think people aren't stupid, right? So, um, you know, if you treat people with respect of like, hey, we realize like you working out at home with one dumbbell is not the same product that we offer in the gym, you know, you obviously shouldn't be paying the same price. Right. Uh, not to mention, like, uh, I always pull from, like, I don't know why, but probably because I love I love the place. But uh, Wawa's business model of, like, you know, 20, <laughs> 2008, they started um, Hoagie Fest, right? Yeah. Everybody was, like, you know, had no money, and they made these $5 sandwiches, and it took off, and they do it every year. <laughs> You know, I kind of thought of this, like, was thinking the same way of, like, how do we, how do we, um, you know, make it so this is, you know, obviously there's going to be people struggling, like, man, uh, you know, yeah, we've lost a lot of members. And I want to say lost, like, frozen, but I, you know, we pray they come back and we'll do everything we can to say, hey, you know, we're still going to be a great option for you. Um, But who knows? So uh, I think you give people a better value option of, like, Hey, I just want to do the zoom and I want to stay within the community and, you know, you know, stay with you guys through this time. I think you just respect people mm-hmm. um, and respect like their bank accounts too. Right. Of like, um, you know, Hey, uh, we want you to be able to survive, you know, and, and I, and I think a lot of people feel the same way about us. Like we want you to be able to survive one so that we could have a gym to go back to. Um, but really it's more of like, Hey, we're all in this together. And, uh, um, you know, let's, let's get through it. We've built such a great thing with people. Um, and it, you know, it's just people really helping, helping one another. Right. Yeah. And so I know you guys, I, I know that this is like, I didn't want to like have to bring this up, but I feel like in just talking about the AP games, we kind of have to bring it up. So the AP games is something that happens every summer here at the Jersey shore, um, at Asbury park convention hall. Um, it's hosted by, um, Grant and Ashley and Jay, um, at fitness by the sea. Um, I know that this year it had to be canceled and I know Grant, you and I talked about this like the last time I saw you, but, um, how, how did you, let's go back a little bit. How did you guys get 
the AP games to where it is? How did you get it to explode? How did you get, you know, your sponsors to buy into this? Like, how did you grow from just being a local comp to being a CrossFit sanctioned event? I guess like the one answer would just be Grant. <laughs> Grant pretty much did everything. Like I have to say, and Jay would agree if he was on this call, that we let Grant kind of take the reins and he literally did everything to get to where he also has the creative mind too. Like mm-hmm. if it was up to Jay and I, we probably would still be in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, please. Um, okay, yeah. no. Oh, you don't want to? Great. <laughs> Talk later. <laughs> Grant's got this like outrageous creativity. Um, so he can definitely touch on that. I think yeah, I think before we just talked about it, like you said me, Jay and Ash, but really, honestly, the it's gotten to the point now where I mean it's Oh, man, it's like over a handful more people. Like, like, mm-hmm. shout out. Like, I mean, we have a head of judges or head of director of games. Uh, you know, Mike Kaplan. Like, we're on a phone call every week. Um, Shannon is an, a head of all of our community, mm. so she's like, oh, you know, awesome. dealing with hundreds of people. Um, you know, where do I stay at hotels or you know, communicating? Christian does all of our partnerships. Um, oh, that's so cool. And then we have a lot of like day of uh danielle she does all of our athlete liaisons um ray does the website so there's a lot of people that's awesome and those are yeah i'm I'm probably leaving even someone out so you know that's just just to show you like that event it really just it's impossible to run by one person right Um, so uh and i might even be you know leaving some day of people out but for the most part um yeah how did it get to where it was um you know Man, we made a lot of mistakes in the gym. We made the workouts, uh, you know, sometimes the workouts weren't great. Right. Um, maybe, maybe, you know, for whatever reason, X, Y, or Z. Um, so maybe people wouldn't sign up from that. Like one year we made it after Halloween. Uh, oh. I didn't realize Halloween was such a big holiday. So, <laughs> like no one it signed up. Yes, <laughs> uh, like you just learn from those little things and like, now that it's getting to the scale that it's at you know that like let's just say like that mistake was like maybe it cost us a couple hundred bucks um you know without like going through every little expense i'll just give you like kind of a snap one of the most mind-blowing expenses to me for the asbury games is we spend a thousand dollars on floor tape that we literally put down for a day and rip up wow thousand bucks just goes towards tape which is like i'm like that is just insane wow Um, so so that's where the event has got to of like just like you know this year we were gonna have a thousand athletes ranging from um you know someone like me right who uh (laughs) trips on a box jump just to be clear like just to be clear both grant and ashley are amazing athletes so when he says just me just understand that he's yeah he's a great athlete he says just me that's yeah a, that's a slightly before. above average um i don't know man i've been stuck with lately anyway <laughs> haven't uh, we all <laughs> so i'm a twig so yeah so you got your you know you, you know your athletes um you know your nine to fivers all the way up to man so, like we had two the two fittest women in canada coming um oh shit you know, really people trying uh people trying to i mean we had people from brazil qualify uk um and that was just our first round of elite individual qualifiers um so yeah some like really big names um which is great you know like i'm i'm all for the uh i love trying to you know obviously help people's like careers and everything but really the the AP games is all about the community. Like I love uh, any athlete, you know, mm-hmm. that is a nine to five and gets to lift next to like Chandler Smith in the warm up area. And wow, it's like, this is yeah. this is you know this is like this is awesome. That's right? major. He yeah, brought that experience to him because you know take it from like a for like some of those athletes like you know it, maybe it's close to the CrossFit Games but it's not you know so it's like this is just another event for them. Whereas like for someone that's nine to five, it's like, this is their Super Bowl. Yeah. They're um, training is, for it. Yeah, yeah. This is it. So like, you know, that's a lot of pressure on us too. So we try to really, you know, live up to that. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. So that's kind of like where we got to, you learn along the way, uh, you know, uh, obviously these things don't run. Obviously it takes capital as a resource in these things. Right. And you need a resource to make it look as grand as it does. Right. Uh, and it's great to have the team too, right? Like the team of like making decisions, because if it was up to me, like 
maybe we would be negative because, um, you know, there's things that aren't needed, but when you walk in and see it, you're like, whoa, this yeah. is why, this is why this is like, you know, maybe the best event in the Northeast, right? Right. Or, the palm trees yeah you can take like our first, our first year. <laughs> yo but this is the crazy thing this is the crazy thing. this is the crazy thing it's like so year one we're at convention hall and um i'm like you know we got this beach theme like people are coming in from i don't even know where right like it wasn't all obviously like, mm-hmm. today you get, you get you get new york no, yeah middletown you get new york but even people from like not on the jersey shore i'm like let's make this amazing so we so i think the price was like 900 bucks and at the time that was like holy shit we can't we can't afford to spend anything like we don't even know if we're going to make any money this year or whatever right um, and, and trust me we're not doing it to make money like it's every year to grind to see if we could like churn out anything right so but it really is about the experience for people and for the gym and there's a lot of benefit that, that benefit the gym right mm-hmm. like, um, back to, you know back to the top palm trees sorry we get a lot of new equipment and stuff like that anyway palm and trees. rewind uh, so i'm like we're getting palm trees and ashley's like no no we're not and jay's like nicely saying no uh, <laughs> and jay's and like, grant's like i can't hear really either nice. one of you like, we're not spending 900 bucks on trees that people no, wait, hold past. on rewind real quick and this wasn't like this the that same year but we're we're you know very strict with our funds so mm-hmm. i i asked I asked Grant if I could buy a face mask so I could spray paint these buoys. And he flipped out that I bought like a $10 face mask. <laughs> I, the year before, he bought $900 palm trees. Hell yeah. It's all and about I that aesthetic. Money well spent. Like three days because I inhaled all of this. <laughs> Oh my god! I feel like I I feel like I re- remember that conversation, Ash. I feel like we talked about this because I feel like I came into the gym. I saw the, the they were like lifesavers, right? The yes, yeah, the yeah, and you were like, I was inhaling. I was doing whippets all night trying to do <laughs> trying to get these painted. So if I'm not making any sense, like that's why. Yes, <laughs> yeah, sacrifices have to be made. That's so funny. <laughs> But yeah, it is. It's a huge event. It's a huge event. It draws a huge crowd. I mean, it doesn't hurt that you're right next to Beach Bar. I mean, you even saw people like creeping in, like, "What's going on in here?" Exactly. (laughs) You know, it's in a prime location. Having the outdoor last year was huge Mm because now people could actually see like what is going on. Right. Um, But on the palm trees, really quick. So nine (laughs) hundred bucks. We flew them in from Florida, and I was like, "My God, it's gonna happen. It's gonna be sweet." We flew them in, and whatever twist them up with purple lights we're done the owners of convention hall come to us and they're like oh where'd you get these palm trees they look great like i think we're just gonna buy them and keep them here oh <laughs> my gosh i knew it he told me that i was like what oh my <laughs> god it really sucks because we paid for them right. pretty much and then the company got they paid even more just to keep them there i'm like oh wow but, uh, this is the best so anyway, ever <laughs> so, so it's just supposed to show you right like little things like that that aren't needed but it really takes it to like another level. Um, you know, we tried last year um, with having, we introduced AP Games Music. Uh, it was a financial whip. Uh, oh. but, but the idea behind it was there, right? Like we want to start incorporating people that aren't into fitness in this event um, because, you know, call it CrossFit or fitness, like it only appeals to so many people, but like take music that appeals to a lot more. So right. um, we tried this. We only used the money um, that we had to not go negative. Right. So we're like, okay, we're going to make X. Let's not go beyond that. Right. Uh, so, man, it was a big, like, phew. I, I don't know if like, I want to say we got like taken advantage of, but I, you learn a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. But, Nobody else had skin in the game but us. Yeah. So people know that. If we ever did it again, a lot more people would have skin in the game. That's a lot more people working for you. Right. Uh, so yeah, huge miss. Like uh mid mid five figure miss. Wow. Um, so yeah. So, you know, um, but you learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was a music thing that you were saying? Yeah, so that was just the music end of like our event. 
Um, oh. But if we did it on Sunday, right? So we did it Saturday. Okay. Uh, to get more people in. But if we did it Sunday, man, it would have it would have been more successful. I'm not saying it would have been a hundred percent successful, but it would have been more because you would have had every athlete saying, "I'm going." To this. So anyway, I see what you're you know, saying. Again, you live and you learn. Um, but you can see at this level when you make a mistake, it's like multiplied by you know whatever, mm-hmm. uh, however many dollars you miss by. So right. Um, Interesting. So yeah. So so yeah. So that's the event. Um, it's great. It's a lot of work. Uh, it's a lot of work. That's pretty much what it comes down. Yeah. We but, was, but man, when you see it all come together, it is. Like, oh yeah. Well, I mean, wild. you're planning for it. You're, you're planning and coordinating for it for three sixty five three of the yeah. year so you start planning literally right year. after it's over yeah, right for a two year for a two day two day event correct grant it's yeah, two days two right days, yep. two day event now and you're playing the entire year for coordinating vendors trying to get you know contracts obviously reaching out to other people as well stakeholders so i mean that that's that alone as you said before is a job it, it the ap games is a job in its own on top of everything else you're trying to run as well yeah for sure it's yeah. uh it's a ton but um yeah if you're just prepared you'll get it done yeah you'll get it done that's i mean i didn't know all those details i'm like so <laughs> so interested Car- carly is yeah. running the entire time oh my god i'm like wow that is so cool yeah <laughs> flying in palm trees from florida that's wild excellent idea um okay and just okay so the last thing that we just want to touch on um stake stand so that's a business like we just discussed um something that you guys started last summer this is your second summer um but importantly you guys have been doing a lot of donations and helping the community with that um so can you just describe for me kind of like what your headspace was like coming into the second season of this new business that you have? It's in primary real estate in Belmar. Um, and, you know, we just get slammed with this pandemic before even St. Patrick's Day, which is a big holiday for um, for Belmar and the community. Um, what was your kind of thought process um, in like right before you opened up, right before you were ready to get back on it? So last year we only had, you know, obviously in Belmar, Memorial Day is a huge day for the bars mm-hmm. and um, whatnot. So last year we actually missed that weekend. Um, we missed the whole month. Yeah. Oh, we yes. I remember July. that. Yeah. Yeah. So we were actually super excited to see like what a full, a full season. Um, right. How it was going to, you know, pan out for us. Oh, pun intended. <laughs> pun intended. Um, <laughs> So yeah, like, so we, you know, we did, we did pretty well last year and we just had some pretty, definitely some high expectations. We actually were able to do the St. Patrick's Day Parade. So that was probably, pretty good. yeah, it was a good day for us. Um, we got our name out and it was kind of cool because we had some locals that came that were like, oh, I'm so glad that you're open. Are you going to stay open now? And definitely like, you know, or is this your season? Mm-hmm. But we, we closed just because like you mentioned, you know, we're, we're kind of in the beach town where mm-hmm. we're dependent upon um, those bar crowds. Yeah, totally. But then when the pandemic hit, it was kind of like all up in the air, you know, like we didn't know what was going to happen. Right. I actually remember um, when, when it, when it initially, you know, we had just had the baby and I remember sitting Aww. in the hospital and having a conversation with Jay and being like, okay, so if it, if this, last a week you know what are we going to do for the week we're, we're going to close down the gym and then now to see that we're i think like 87 days into this thing Insane. like yeah. we had no idea that it would affect the steak stand you know like right. we always were like oh you know the steak stand will be open maybe we can make up what we lost from the gym right um and then i have to say was it you again i think grant was like <laughs> grant again no, it was a group decision. Um, and yeah, I think I think we just said, hey, we're just going to donate a day. And then we had a lot of people reach out to us like, hey, how can we contribute? And I was like, no, nah, we just want to do this. Like, you know, we don't want to take any money. Um, you know, it's going to cost us like maybe, I don't know, five or six hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then when we opened that day just to give food out to anyone that's been like laid off. Uh, we gave out food to all frontline workers. Right. Pretty much, if you walked up to the window, we didn't even ask. Oh it's yeah. Such a, you know, hey, what do you, what's let's see what's some your, ID. You know, what's wrong yeah. With you, right. Or what whatever. Do you qualify? Right. So, like, <laughs> yeah. so Did you lose your job or are you a frontline you worker? Walk, <laughs> you walk up, you're getting uh, free food. Um, so people were walking up, just saying like, I'm gonna leave this money here, and if 
um, you don't take it, it's going to blow away. So that day we raised like another, like call it like 200 bucks. And I was wow. like, all right, maybe like, let's just keep it like rolling. Uh, you know, started like a Kickstarter and raised like 3000 bucks. Amazing. Um, and then every day we were open, we would, you know, put out, you know, donations for next week. And every week it was, you know, uh, it started out a little slower, but towards like final weeks, it was like, you know, maybe anywhere from like 250 to 400 bucks. And I'm like, whoa, like, you know, it's crazy. Like you literally straight up, this happened multiple times. I was blown away. Mm-hmm. Like a guy would come up for one cheesesteak and leave a hundred dollar bill. And right. I'm like, like, you know, this is just really the community again, like helping the community. And the least we could do is, you know, put this cheesesteak in between bread. Like, yeah, we're, we're going to do that. Right. Yeah. And again, to like lend back to, you know, um, like that Wawa example, right. Of like, mm-hmm. you know, we're just looking to make a product that's accessible to people. Um, and maybe it takes, you know, the pain of like, how the hell am I going to feed my family for one oh, meal? Um, cause there are definitely people in that situation. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's crazy to think cause you live, you know, obviously you see some of these homes in that town and you're like, Oh man, they're set. Right. But you really honestly never know. Right. Um, not everybody lives in those homes. So, uh, you know, we, we try to, uh, you know, appeal to the masses, um, and just kind of help out where we can. Anyway, what we did was we ended up giving away straight up. We spent every dollar that came in. And then we also spent like on top of the original, like 500, probably like another, like five or 600. Um, but we were able to hire someone that was laid off from a restaurant. So every week he came in. So he had an extra, like, you know, a couple hundred bucks a week. Right. Uh, couple times you're able to hire someone just to do some work around the building. So not to mention all, oh, when we gave out 1,500 cheesesteaks over like six weeks. Wow. Or seven, whatever it was. So. That's so amazing. Um, it's like six days though, not like six full weeks. Yeah, oh, right. But One still, day a week. Yeah. But um, I mean, still, that's like for a business that's, you know, you guys are a small business and you're, you're on, you're coming into your not even second full season. I mean, it speaks volumes that you were willing to take that money and put it towards the community as opposed to maybe, you know, making a nest egg for yourself for the, you know, for God forbid this happens to us again. I mean, you guys were not in an easy position and I just think that that's, I mean, and I've told yeah. you, I've told you guys this over and over again, but it's so amazing that you guys were doing that. And it's really, it really, I know, I know it resonated with me. It resonated with Julian and it's resonated with a lot of people in the community. They're like, wow, you know, steak stands really on the map just from that, from you guys doing that. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, it def- yep, no, it definitely I- is like, um, you know, it's, it's a good thing, right? You just, again, you just treat people with respect. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, and, you know, and in turn, it's, it's definitely going to only, uh, only help the business. And hey, if it didn't, you know, we helped at least 1500 people. So that's pretty sweet. Um, and then, yeah, and I think, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Are you but, guys free to open on June? What is it? 15th? Well, they've been, or we've been, yeah, open. we've been open. Like oh, okay because because so you don't yeah hours okay limited because of the pandemic right we're open like 12 hours a week um four hours friday okay. saturday sunday uh but really our business model was set up for takeout as it is we only right. have chairs in the place anyway right so, yeah so um and when the bars like let out like we lock the door pretty much and no one even gets in so right. it's all to go um so from that standpoint like you know we were set up to like you know we were fine mm-hmm. um but again, we like, you know, uh, like just take, for instance, like uh, people go out to eat for lunch from work. Like everybody's working from home now. So right. that whole crowd is gone. Uh, the bar crowds are gone. Um, and yeah, you know, maybe you got, you know, laid off. Maybe you're going out to eat a little less. Um, so, yeah, you know what? Like I try to take the approach of um, just operating as this as if everything is going to be OK. Right. right. Uh, I read a book. The only book I probably ever read. You know, <laughs> yeah. At least that's what my dad would say. Like, never books. Anyway, uh, I read this book by, uh, I don't know, Tillman Fertitta. He owns like the Golden Nugget. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've lost so much money there. So I was like, you know what? At least with all these, you know, You'll all this both. money I've lost to you, I'm going to buy this $14 book and maybe you could teach me something. And uh, so, you know, he said there's always going to be downturns, but, you know, and everybody thinks like the world's going to end. And, and straight up, I've been watching the TV and it kind of looks like it, but he's like, inevitably, there'll always be a comeback, you know, right. Just, that's just the nature of like, like, um, like life. Right. So it's like, yeah. even though you're down, like you're always going to come back. So, right. Um, 
today we just try to operate as if everything's going to be okay and you know hey if we run out of money then uh i don't know go borrow some more you know <laughs> yeah exactly so we'll figure it out right hey so actually i had one question for you guys if you had one piece of information um to provide to small business owners maybe the one that's most value add i guess what would that be for me the advice for someone who is on the fence of starting a business, I would say do it because I feel like kind of to go back what Grant said, you know, like when I was sitting, you know, at a desk talking to someone about like how much money they owed the IRS, right? <laughs> was not, you know, helping their lives in any way, shape or form. But once we started the gym, I feel like, you know, the relationships and friendships that have formed and the differences that we've been able to make in people's lives. Like I think about it daily that if I, that if we didn't start this business, like the, that would never have happened. Like it blows right. my mind where I would be and where other people would be. So for me, like I always encourage people and I've spoke to people in the gym who, you know, been on the fence or looking to start a business. And I always say, go for it. Cause you have no idea what can come from it like you have no idea you know like your job will always be there you know mm -hmm. i could i could always be an accountant right you know i could always go back to that but you know when you have the opportunity or if there is a way to make the opportunity happen i always say just try to make it happen and go for it yeah that's great advice that's amazing i think about that all the time yeah daily <laughs> grant do you have yeah, something different um actually i was pissed because she kind of I would say if I had any bit of advice for anyone, and I'm pretty sure probably, you know, you've seen these things, but like, there's never a perfect time of like, yeah, this is going to be perfect, right? Like now everything's lined up. Like I come to realize if it's perfect, you've already made it. You know what I mean? Right. Like you have whatever, you know, let's just say like 10 million bucks or a hundred million bucks in the bank. And it's like, yeah, no shit. It's perfect. Cause it, there's no, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong in your life. Right. Like right. You're, you're Beyonce. Um, mm -hmm. so, um, so yeah, like you could even look at our current situation of like, yeah, you just had a kid, like no way would you ever do anything right now. So mm -hmm. when I do say that, you know, I wouldn't say like fly off the rails and like, I'm going to go do X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I would say is, you know, being smart, having a plan and how can you start it lean? Right. Um, yeah and you know there, there's a great example of like uh, a business that i secretly follow because um i'm in love with their carpentry um <laughs> secretly I, I think i want to be like a builder um uh, wait till you see what we built back at the gym oh that my god i so can't excited. wait um, can't wait to get back in there yeah so uh i would say there's just never a perfect time um like even like right now like this is a smaller like we have a new product coming your way that we could have a whole nother podcast on once we release it to everyone. Listen, we are um, into that. Um, but like even now, and I get it, we're in a pandemic, but uh, I'm like, let's do it. And, and, you know, Shay and Ashley both are like, no, it's just not a great time. And I'm like, okay, so whatever, we'll try again later. But anyway, um, but again, just leads back to like, it's not a perfect time. And it's like, you know what, like whatever this idea, it's, it's expensive. So it's like, there's never going to be a perfect time. Right? right. So it's just like, we got to take a shot and if it works great, and if it doesn't, well, whatever. Right. So, um, but it will work. You know why? Because, because I believe in it mm -hmm. and I think, and I think, uh, every Jane actually believe in it. And you know, we've done some market research and, you know, X, Y, and Z, but, um, but I, uh, when you believe in it, people will believe whether they want to believe in the product or they'll believe in you. In you. you know? right. so, um, so yeah, that's what I would just say is, you know, uh, be smart and uh, there's never going to be a perfect time. So if you're smart enough, then it should work. Right. Yeah. Well, now, now you've piqued my interest. Now no, I'm like, that's... what is this thing that they have in their pocket? <laughs> oh yeah. So they see, that's how we just leave. That yeah. Way. Now you're just going to leave. So now you have no choice, but to be on our podcast again. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So we leave that carrot so we get invited back. Yeah, no, we would absolutely love to have you guys back. We um have learned so much and I think this is great for our audience because you guys, I mean, you guys built everything from the ground up. It's not like you were handed like, you know, old money business like here. Now just cultivate this. You know, you built it from the ground up and I think that that's something super valuable for our generation as millennials. 
and we wanted to talk to you guys about it and i think this has been a smash hit and i'm so glad you guys agreed to to do this with us yeah seriously we greatly appreciate it like the information that you guys provided like your whole story everything was absolutely amazing to hear and to learn yeah um and now we're definitely excited to move forward of course and um when we do open up when you guys do open up so excited to be back in there for me this is just for me talking but you know i'm a little a little lean right now all right i gotta pack on some muscle <laughs> i gotta get back into it i'm ready i'm pumped so yeah <laughs> we can't wait to get thank back thank you so much for uh, yeah, having us guys. okay and that about does it those are our first guests ashley and grant they're amazing um they're great they operate, like we said, they operate a gym out of Avon, New Jersey. We are members of their gym. They own multiple businesses and they're such a great resource and they're so willing to talk about their journey and everything. So we really appreciate that. No, absolutely. So, so excited and so glad to have them. Um, and again, this is, um, we're really trying to support local businesses and small businesses and everyone to continue to grow and, and, and to overcome what we're going through. Uh, and again, I said it on a prior podcast, but we got to, again, we got to get through this together um, as a community. Yeah. And um, once we continue to, to do that, um, we will obviously get through this together. And uh, we greatly appreciate everyone, everything they're doing uh, to help out the community, small businesses especially. We're almost there, guys. Hold on for a little while longer. But soon everything's going to be back to the new norm. Um, but again, we greatly appreciate having Grant and Ashley on. Very exciting. I'm still excited, as you can hear the tone of my voice. So excited. Um, but again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This is WJT Podcast, and we're just talking. Perfect. 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 Hosted on dimlywit.com.